Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. We have spent, well, a couple episodes this season, we talked about the beauty of being an outlier and the beauty of being a fuck up. Yeah. So there's one more thing that we finally get to talk about. Now we're going to talk about what it means to be magical. And being magical, as we've said before, it requires being our most divine self and our most powerful self. At the same time. Yes. And when we are both our most divine self and our most powerful self, that makes us witches. So the one thing that we have to dispel today is the fact that in order to practice magic, you have to be a witch, which is not true. Now, it used to be true back in separation in 3D consciousness. You needed that. You needed to have the bloodline. You needed to have a specific practice. You needed to have a particular craft. But once we are in 5D, anyone can be a witch. So how do you know if you're your most powerful self? Well, two things in that case. That there is absolutely no obstacle to the fullest manifestation of your entire being. Okay? And secondly, that you do not depend upon anyone for your existence. We're not going to get super philosophical about the sort of interdependence of our society and shit like that, right? I wasn't going to go there. Okay. No, but I'm actually saying that for anybody who wants to be like, well, we all kind of have to depend on each other for our existence, right? On our survival, you know, unless you're out there growing your own food. That's not the point. Okay. So could go back to the obstacle one. What mm-hmm. do you mean by that in... More normal words. It means that you are operating fully and completely and only from your fate. And how do you know if you're operating fully and completely and only from your fate? It should just unfold. It's just easy. And you are purpose-based. You are mission-led. Is there a telltale sign, like the waking up in the morning thing? No. But you're certainly not scared or nervous or insecure that things won't go your way. Work-wise, relationships-wise, all-wise... In all things. No one really just drops right into their fate and then just cruises along. Again, do you remember the four-lane highway and each lane represented your bodies? And how sometimes you're traversing when you're traveling along this highway. Life is a highway. Stupid song. Anyway, sometimes you're kind of like really cruising in the physical and the, you know, and the emotional. It just depends on what lane because that's part of your growth and evolution. Now, eventually... Once you are not only in your higher consciousness, but really operating from your fate, you're pretty much able to traverse that entire highway as you go. Yeah. And all lanes merge into one. So eventually you'll get to a point when all lanes merge into one, but it takes time to get there. It really takes fully healing all of the bodies, not just 100%, but in a way in which they are so aligned, you almost cannot make the distinction. And how do we do that? You heal your karma, you elevate your consciousness, you deal with the shame, you deal with all of the bullshit that comes your way until there's nothing left. Because eventually there will be nothing left. So how do you know that you're your most divine self? So we've done powerful self. How do you know you're your most divine self? Because everything in your life reflects back your divinity. Now, we don't mean that in terms of your powerful self, right? Where it has nothing to do with your fate in that case. It's actually everything I want, everything I need, everything I desire comes to me. So anyone can be a witch in 5D when they have those two bits. Yes, yeah. Which is basically the world's biggest carrot for going through your karma. And growing through your shame. 
and hitting higher consciousness. I mean, let's not oversimplify it. You still got to kill your ego. So how many people realistically (laughs) can get there in 2023? Oh, probably not a lot of people will get there (laughs) this year. But a lot of people can certainly get there in about three to four years. Oh, that's not that long. No, it's not that bad. But they they don't even have to do it sort of Raya level, which was like complete and utter focus for three to four years. But it, it will take a certain amount of focus and concentration to be able to keep moving and moving and moving forward. You need to keep burning. You need to keep moving. If you don't, you, you tend to fall back into old behaviors. That's just a normal regression. There's nothing wrong with that. When we say you backslide, it's not a threat. And it's normal because it's, you actually, you always go kind of two steps forward, one step back. That's definitely how I found it. Yeah, it's You very say normal. that we grow in circles because you have to really, it needs to be, feel so natural where you are. Yeah. Right? It's a, yeah, it's a forward moving spiral. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. What's so important about magic? Though? But we like, have to what's... say one more thing about that though. People don't have the luxury of time like they had a decade ago. People don't even have the luxury of time like they had four to five years ago. That's why we're saying you really don't get any more breaks. You took all the breaks. People who are where they are in in, as far as their discontentment and their disempowerment, in part because they've been taking breaks. Mm. Yeah? So how many more breaks do you need before you're just so sick of your shit you'll do anything, anything to burn out of it? We're all, we're adapting, we're rewiring as we go along, right? It's like, you know, we seem to have this misconception that the moment we're healed is like the moment we win the lottery and everything comes like that. But no, that would actually be doing us a disservice. We need to be able to go through the process. And it's not like, oh, you got to pay your dues, but everything comes and everything's an opportunity for growth. And if you keep taking them, and I don't mean this as a carrot, is the faster you grow. But why do we give a shit about magic? Yeah. So like if, if not every episode in our first season about magic, is about magic, then why are we supposed to give a fuck about magic? Why is it the MNRA? We give a shit about magic because, well, first of all, it's the most critical thing we can do in order to further this 5D mission on this earth plane, right? And we did discuss that previously. But more than that, in a godless world, we need faith. And faith without magic is almost impossible. Because when you say godless, when we're removing the temple of religion, Mm -hmm. which is that we're all doing something so someone else can like, you know, wave their magic wand, we need to have our own because otherwise there's nothing unseen anymore. Mm -hmm. And how can we listen to our feelings and come heart led if we don't have... The evidence? Yeah. The proof? The miracle? Honestly, yes. Exactly. I hate to say it, but yes. Why did I start following my heart? Because things worked out. If it didn't Mm -hmm. work out, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Humanity won't get on board. I wouldn't have gotten on board. We need, and as we said, you you bring your, I feel like I'm really banging my best heart and mind shit. Hopefully I'm going to outgrow it pretty soon. (laughs) Your heart will lead the way, but it's doing so to expand your mind. And the mind is seeing as believing. Whereas Mm -hmm. the heart is feeling as believing and feeling as knowing. Which is why in that feeling, in that knowing, humanity has often looked to a god or something, right? Either through nature or to the stars, or there's always, there's often been that sort of kindling, like that inside Mm. connection that there's got to be more. Mm. That's why on like Kindle, for example, I always find the most highlighted parts of books is where she knew her life had meaning, but she didn't know what it was. Or Mm. we all have that inside where we feel like, we're here for a reason, mm-hmm. or at least we feel like there's more to the life than what we can see. Yeah. But I think the more darkness has come out from all the separation bullshit yeah. that, you know, the past couple of years, 
the more it's been harder to hold on to that light and not just succumb to it because it feels easier. Yes. So it is, it's, it's harder to have that face. So being able to have magic, being able to see a little miracle or, mm-hmm. or a little something magical allows you to actually keep the faith mm-hmm. and keep going and keep that light. So the more, as you said, so the more darkness that comes. As and this is not like fear mongering. It's just not at all. It's I just mean, like everyone's shit is coming out. So it's going to look pretty shit. Yes. It don't. It doesn't have to feel shit. It doesn't have to look shit for you. But, you know. Absolutely. Also, it's not exactly like the sunniest times unless you're in Australia right now. So it's a bit dark. <laughs> and we don't need to rush Fair. out and get sad lamps. We just need to, like, find the magic. Very well said. I'm like, effectively, when we're looking at the destruction of 3D, which is the destruction of our separation consciousness, which is something we welcome, we really are looking at the destruction of that part of humanity that is wedded to separation. So it is really difficult to not despair or fall into this like end of times, doomsday predictions because we're seeing the ending of the world as we know it, right? We're looking at a World War III without the World War experience as we kind of know, but we're going to be looking for it because we're going to be looking for evidence to validate our fears. So in order to make the most of, and I'm not saying make the best of it, but make the most of 2023 and 2024 and not just sort of survive it all is to keep the faith because that's what most people who are holding onto their fear cannot have and don't have is actual faith. You have faith in your fears. And which, and then you can attest to in that process or in that experience is when you become self-destructive. Yeah. That's, that, that's the self Yes. That's what happened to me two days ago. I lost the faith in myself. And so I became self-destructive. I was like, fine, if I'm not going to have faith then fuck it. I'm going to do all these things I know that are, that I'm that aren't good for me. Yeah, and like you said in the previous episode about getting sick of it, what happens is that sometimes people become so overloaded with their shame and all the shit that makes them so sick, but they don't actually get to the other side because they don't know how. They remain stuck. So how? I don't know. How do you come out of it? How do you come out of your self-destructive mode? You stopped and you had to consider what was the source of that. Yeah, and I couldn't quite figure out what it was. But I could see that there was something there. Yeah, so you had to kind of breadcrumb your way back to the moment, right, where the shame spiral began. And what was the interaction? What was the catalyst? It's not always an interaction with a person, although we did say in 2023, a lot of it will be sort of through relationship or an interaction or something that's just going to spark an ew. Yeah, maybe not an ick, but a sort of ew feeling. And then once you get that and you start losing the faith in yourself, then you get destructive because it's like, if I don't have faith, who am I? Which is why I almost wonder whether humanity as a whole doesn't necessarily need hope to get through the next couple of years, but faith. Because if you have faith in yourself, you're making different choices. And if freedom requires making choices, you want to make choices where you have faith in what you do want rather than what you don't want because then the magic is that it happens that Mm -hmm. way. Yeah. So let me, let's circle back to your process. Okay. When I fell out of integrity. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to get you to share. Uh, (laughs) uh, And and you breadcrumbed back to this moment. But I I did did it afterwards. Exactly. No, no, no. I'm saying I did the destructive thing after I breadcrumbed. I understand that Uh, because you weren't totally done. Okay. Right? Because you didn't get that satisfying, like, click. <laughs> like, what else? Because some people will go down that. Some people, breadcrumbing is enough. They, they follow it. They see it. They're like, oh, okay, that's enough. And others, they're like, you know what? I'm going to go test this. And we talked. Testing helps. Testing can work sometimes. It did for you. 
not going to lie. I won't be a hypocrite and say she shouldn't do it. I'm like, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Exercise your power. See where yeah. you land. Yeah. Because now I know what I don't want to do just as much as what I do. Yeah. And as you said before, many times, but is always worth repeating is if you can really give space to your feelings and actually listen to them and not tell yourself what they mean, but just listen to them. You'll get to where you need to go. You, exactly. You will actually not want to stay in the space where you don't feel right. Because some people will be in that sort of self-destructive space, right? Like they'll go, they'll do something that runs against their knowing, or they'll do something that allows them to fall out of integrity with themselves. And sometimes they'll keep doing it. Sometimes they go from that to another thing and they'll develop a pattern, which makes it more difficult to breadcrumb their way back the longer and harder they get into that self-destructive pattern. And so what happens is the feelings are there. They're so aware, right? They're, they're aware. Their, their feelings are like, mm, this isn't feeling good. Mm, this isn't feeling good. But their mind keeps overriding that feeling, right? Even if they're giving space to the feelings, they're just assigning different meaning to those feelings, right? So how'd you get out of that? Usually once a person is in that space, they really need help. They are not going to be able to do it on their own. And by help, I don't mean the sort of medication that a lot of people keep turning to because if they're from if they're coming at it from a, a more like a happier place or like a more mentally elevated place and I don't mean consciousness I just mean like just a less de- depressive space then somehow maybe they can have the clarity needed to work their way back but effectively I mean, that could help for some I guess. it could help for some to a degree but it's still then forcing the mental body to carry the brunt of all the work but it really is about, you know, even therapy can help. Just being able to process with somebody else. Yeah. Because once you really start processing, helpful. you can get to the course. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you just really got to be able to give room yeah. and then maybe learn a different vocabulary for your feelings and allowing those conversations to happen. Okay. Yeah. Lol, different vocabulary for your feelings. <laughs> but no, yeah, you're right. And I have to say, like, the one thing that I've noticed that even out of my karma out of all the things like sometimes I have feelings that make absolutely no fucking sense I'm like I'm pretty sure this is really destructive but I'll follow it Mm -hmm. because there's a reason for it and I'm literally doing it with my eyes like so pinned open Mm. that at least the minute I get it I can get out of it and effectively it comes back to the same lesson every single time if I can't be me and be in integrity nothing else is worth it nothing is worth sacrificing my integrity nothing Mm -hmm. I can't right I can't. And so sometimes I don't even need to worry about the shame or the good enough story or the this or the that. Like at this stage, I physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually cannot not be in integrity for very long. Mm -hmm. I can't. I cannot tolerate it. And if that means I have to be standing naked in a crowd of a thousand people and have them all pointing and laughing at me or any name any kind of embarrassing fucking dream you have I'll take it Mm. I'll take it with pleasure over feeling out of integrity with myself I just can't tolerate it and if that's what it means to be fully free of shame then that's what it means to be fully free of shame because I can't but be me even if it means I'm burnt at the stake it's a rather apt statement given that given it's an episode about witches (laughs) It's not like magic isn't available to you when you're not in your most divine self or you're not in your most powerful self. It is. Because I've definitely had magic happen to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loads. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. if I'm not in my most powerful self, it's still, it's still available. But I want more from my life than what I've experienced. So even though I can say to you, yeah, I'm in integrity and nothing 
or I try my best to be in integrity as much as I can. And and you're right, I don't have shame on the stuff that I haven't learned yet. And if I learn something new and I can do it better next time, I can do it better next time. doesn't mean I have to be embarrassed of how I did it the first yeah. time. It's okay. It doesn't mean that I still don't want more. And not more learning or more heartache or more disappointments, but more love. Just because I love myself doesn't mean I don't want more love. I mean, love. it's just more full stop, right? Yeah. And how do you get more? You get more through magic. So we just create from that place of power, right? You can see then as we're healing our shame, shame is really the thing that keeps us out of our power, right? So you're effectively getting to your most powerful self as you're healing this. And magic has to come from that place of power and from that place of your most divine self. And so everybody needs to become their inner witch because we all know it all kind of stems from that place of, I know I'm connected. I know deep down there's just more. I have faith. That's why we turn to all the other stuff like manifestation of Mercury retrogrades because we know that somehow we're connected to something. We just don't know what it is. So we keep plugging into the wrong plug. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we're the source. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.